Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast, and if you're new here, welcome to the podcast. I'm glad that you subscribed, or that you're listening with me tonight, or well, you're listening to me tonight, and um, I'm going to throw the National Domestic Violence Hotline number up for people that need to call, that are in need of help. It's 1-800-799-7233. That number again is 1-800-799-7233. And that is for the National Domestic Violence Hotline. Okay, um, they have a, a lot of good information on their website. So if you would like to visit their website, it's also, all you got to do is just type in the National Domestic Violence Hotline and their website will come up. And there's a lot of good information. Um, if you don't know you're being abused, it's a really good place to go. And they will tell you all of the signs, the red flags. And also, they've got a safety plan. You know, a lot of women have to have a safety plan in order to leave an abusive relationship. So they put that in there about a safety plan. So you may want to go check that out if you're a survivor or if you're in a relationship that you want to get out of. But if you're in immediate danger, call 911, get in a safe place, and please do not listen to this podcast. So the topic tonight is basically story time. Um, yeah, me and my partner, we was going down the interstate here in Alabama, and we was coming back from Tuscaloosa, Alabama, and we decided we wanted to get some decaf coffees because we love decaf coffee. We, you know, we'll stop in a gas station and get them if they got them. And there's a store right up the road from where we live. And so we go and um, I go in to make the coffees. And they've got a new machine, so it takes me quite a while to go in there and figure it all out and make, you know, a large and a medium coffee, blah, blah, blah and so on, and while I'm in the store, my partner, Kevin, is outside in the vehicle, and so I go up, and I pay for the coffees, and then I go outside, and I go to him, and I'm sitting, he had the window down, and I said, I'm sorry it took me so long, you know, yada, 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 the coffee makers are new, and I go to explain this to him, and I kind of like look over, and I see this gentleman and this young girl, well, I guess she was like, I don't know really how old she was, but a girl uh, looked fairly young in a vehicle beside us. And he, I handed him my wallet and I handed him the two coffees. And I said, well, I said, I've got to go back in and use the restroom. TMI, I know that's too much information, but I, I did. I had to go run back in. and. So he said, hurry up. He said, because this guy over here is asking me for money and, you know, they're kind of acting strange. And so I go to walk up on the sidewalk of the gas station. And there's a subway and a McDonald's also connected to this gas station. And, you know, there's two other doors, one to McDonald's, one to Subway, and then one to this gas station. It's a truck stop gas station. And so... um I go up to, this is a Love's uh, truck, truck, you know, um, truck station or whatever, you know, truck stop. So I go, and right before I get up on the sidewalk, him and her had got out of their vehicle, 
and started walking up kind of like you know we kind of almost met and as I looked at him I looked down for some reason I something told me just to look down at his pants for some strange way his hands and he had a knife and it was a black knife and it was a, a, one of the like a plastic black knife and um, my partner has you know knives and so I know what not you know what they look like and so on and, and it really it freaked me out and so I just kind of like walked I'd say kind of diagonally in front of I was like in front of them right to begin with and it just kind of I got thinking about that and I thought oh I'm not going to walk in front of these people and this guy's got a knife in his hand what is his intentions that was my first thought so I just kind of like swooped like swooped out in front, in front of them and let them kind of go around me and the guy just kind of glared back at me and the look on his face oh my goodness it was one of um, bad intentions um, very mean spiteful look toward me and I mean I, I can pick up on people their senses and their behavior you know so, so to speak and I can tell if someone has bad intentions because I've been around an abusive person um, so I felt danger at that immediate time and I felt kind of threatened and I sort of felt like she was probably being threatened I opened the door up to the store like I was gonna go in and a fella I held the door open he said thank you and walked in and whenever they walked into the subway I immediately shut the store door and then I just basically waltzed back to the vehicle just as fast as I could carry myself and I got in and I told um, my partner I said oh he's got a knife and he showed it to me he knew I saw the knife and he was like really and I said yes and he said well he had went over here to these trucks and was just asking people all up in the parking lot for money and he asked me for money and asked me to borrow my phone and of course my partner would not let him use his phone and would not give him any money uh, you know we are the type of people that will give anybody anything if we've got it to give and certainly if someone is homeless we are the very first ones to give uh, matter of fact a couple of days ago and I'm not trying to take my own horn and not trying to uplift myself but I gave a homeless man five dollars he was on um, he was in Birmingham and he looked very grungy you could tell he would, didn't have anywhere to live and he had a cup and I said here sir um, have a blessed day you know God bless and I gave him five dollars and I felt really sorry for him it was like 90 something degrees outside in the hot sun and he had nothing cold to drink and I felt compelled to help him so it's not a matter of helping someone it's just this person persons this man this woman um, this man pulls up, in a, and this is a newer Cadillac that he pulled up in beside our vehicle. So, and that's red flags, you know, and he was dressed, yeah, you know, he wasn't dressed down. He was okay dressed, you know. And you could tell, you know, he was doing all right. So something else was going on. Um, he might have needed, the, he might have wanted the money for drugs. But he was asking everyone in the parking lot. I, we don't know. He, but he, 
he, he acted strangely, you know, and had he had been a homeless person or someone of need, of course, you know, we would help someone out if we had it, and, you know, but this person just had not the right intentions, so um, as we backed out of the parking lot, we spoke behind their vehicle, got their tag number, and I called the police, and I reported it. And I told the um, operator on the other end that I felt like the female may be in danger, that I didn't really know, but um, that he was yielding a knife. And so I felt threatened as well, and I felt like she may have been threatened. And see, this is the thing, you know, I know that I'm an activist, guys, and anytime I see any type of abusive relation, uh, you know, situation, I'm going to immediately report it. I'm not going to keep silent. I will not stand down or back down. Um, I would have grabbed her. Like My instincts was to, hey, maybe I should go back. Maybe I should, you know, confront him or maybe, you know, but he had a knife. Um, he could have very well stabbed me, stabbed her. There's no telling. So if you're in a situation like that one, do not try to assist and you know because you're not law enforcement and you know but reporting incidences that happen you need to be aware and report and be aware of your surroundings because if someone has got a knife and you see that knife in their hand and you know they're you feel like you're in danger and you're, they're up to no good um don't walk in front of this people that person don't give that person you know put space between you and that person and if someone is giving you an evil look or you know a mean spiteful look um as they're walking away from you then you know that there is a dangerous situation just be on your toes that's all i'm saying because i mean that could have turned into some tragic scene you know and god forbid you know i i just it just had me really, really having flashbacks tonight. I, you know, after that, y'all know I do have PTSD, but I also am a very, you know, vigilant person. I, I mean, I'm very, I'm very much on top of things. If I witness abuse or if I see some type of incident, and it's like this, I feel like God. This is my calling. You know, and for years I have wondered what my calling was, um, and that's what this is. You know, and I know there's people probably listening to me that are not religious, that do not believe in God, um, and but I am a spiritual person, and I hope that does not offend anyone, because I live and let live, and I let everyone um, pretty much believe in what they want to believe in. I don't try to push my religion on anyone. Um, of course, I do, you know, say, hey, look, you know, this is what I believe in, you know, and I, I mean, I'm just saying that's my point of view. Everyone has their own point of views, but yeah, tonight was just really, really trippy. I mean, it was trippy. It was really freaky, and this is a very organic and real podcast tonight coming to you, and so I hope y'all don't mind story time. I don't normally have a story time type podcast, but I just felt compelled to tell y'all about this because I'm telling you, I mean, I've been in some situations like 
years ago, you know, I had witnessed a, a, a young lady being abused by um, her husband. I'm guessing it was her husband. And they had a little a little child with them, and she was pregnant. And I think I had, like in my earlier podcast, had talked about it. And I'm telling you right now, I walked right up in Walmart and reported it to the first. And luckily, there was a law officer standing there. But what was so bad was, is of course, she was involved in the abuse of relationship. And whenever the law enforcement officer went to the vehicle and confronted them, because at that time, they had time to get to the vehicle. You know, by the time I made it into Walmart, uh, reported the incident. And uh, she, of course, he he had already schooled her and said, you better not say a word, you know. And she didn't. She didn't spill the beans and she didn't tell that he was abusive or that he was abusing her. She took up for him. And, uh, excuse me, I had to get a sip of water. And so I, I I often wonder if if that poor lady ever got out of that situation. I hope she did. I really do, guys. I think about that that situation and every situation that I have encountered over the years. And since I was abused, I've encountered that situation one more and then, or a couple of more, actually, and then the one tonight. And I'm not 100% definite that this girl was in any danger. She might have been right along with him. And Maybe they were, you know, planning to pull a knife on someone for money. I don't know. But she had a look of fear, and he had a look of violence in his eyes. So my first instinct was this is more than likely an abusive uh, situation. And, you know, God knows what he was out there trying to do. Uh, He might have been making her try to solicit her body I mean for money I don't know because this like I said was a truck stop so okay guys but yeah that's it for story time I'm sorry it's kind of not like a a very positive story it's you know one of those that you look at and say oh my goodness you know that's horrible but nevertheless it's just to make you aware that situations can happen at any given time and like I said I know this is my calling, and God put me in that situation, I think, for that reason, to help her out. That's just my belief, and that's how I think. And so, you know, the stars were aligned, and I I pray that she got help, and I pray that he got called up with, and you never know, he might have had a warrant, maybe so, but anyway... Um, yeah, if anyone of you are interested and you're a survivor or, you know, you just want to help, you want to sponsor, you want to donate to, uh, the FFT Family Friends Together Helping Others for the, um, Domestic Violence Rally of 2019 that is going to happen October the 1st, please get in touch with me. I will give you my email information as well um but i would really like it if you hit me up on twitter or ig and an ig you can hit me at misty aka mista and twitter is at shaver c-h-a-v-i-e-r-s misty 
um, you can hit me up on Twitter or IG and I will shoot my email information to you personally so I, you can get me that information either way and if you would like to support and sponsor the podcast there should be a link on here a button uh, where you can support the podcast and I would greatly appreciate that as well and if you are on iTunes and you're listening uh, I would really appreciate a review from you and maybe a few stars that really helps boost the podcast Uh, guys I really do care a lot about you all and I'm so grateful that you all listen to me and uh, I just can't tell you how much how much I appreciate it but this is it for tonight, guys, and I will, I will, I always want to say I'll see you on the next podcast. <laughs> like, I'm doing this live, and we are on video, but I will be on the next podcast for you, and talk to you later. Bye, guys.